Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mini mailbag episode. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetson. And I'm Producer Maria. Okay. Okay. Um, we are going to be playing your voicemails, reading your emails, and talking all about you in this episode. And again, thank you to everyone who attended our Web Crawlers Live. It was one of the best yet, I think. Yeah. It was so much fun. It really, honestly, like, I laughed, I cried, I got scared. It was it was the best. And some new callers this time who really killed it. Yeah, they really did. I love how people are, like, getting together to make dinner and yeah. just watch Web Crawlers Live. Yeah, it's really, it's really the best. Uh, we love you guys very it much. It makes me feel sad that I'm not invited. <laughs> I know. Like, I wish that I had a podcast that I like so much that I wanted to get together to my friends to call in. I know, but like, even if I did have that, like, I don't think any of my friends would even invite me to do that. Yeah. Well, you know too. what I mean? Well, Melissa and I, when we get together to call in to the alarmist, we don't yeah. invite you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Anyway, should we start with some voicemails? Sure. Okay, let's see what we got in the old voicemail va- vault. Hi, web crawlers. This is Sarah. The one who's getting a master's degree. I just want to say, I love you guys so much. My love never dies. I think about y'all as if you're my friends and family because you've made this incredible community. And I'm so thankful for y'all. That's my southern accent I get because my sister lives in Savannah. And um, 
yeah, I talked to her on the phone, and now I pretend like I'm from Savannah. Anyways, <laughs> um, shout out to Jack, who called in with a great voice. Um, <laughs> your town in Washington sounds amazing and murderous and romantic, and I would love to come visit and hang out. Um, <laughs> you know, just the author stands. Anyways, um, oh, hang on. Let me look this up really quick. I wanted to tell you guys about this case that um, this girl had been posting about on TikTok. Her name, the victim's name is Alyssa Turney. She disappeared in oh, 2001 yes. when she was 17. And her sister, Sarah Turney, has been posting about it on TikTok for like at least I mean, at least in 2020, she basically accused her stepfather, who is her older sister, Alyssa's father, of her disappearance and would post old home videos on TikTok, recorded, like, conversations that she had with her father she put on YouTube. So I thought this would be really interesting, like, woman who's posting, Sarah, she was 12 years old at the time when her older sister Alyssa disappeared in 2001. It's interesting she was like using social media now to make something happen with the case and you know it's her own stepfather who she's accusing. So I thought that would be just maybe a really interesting thing for you guys to um, delve into and crawl the web on. Um, okay. I love you guys. I hope you're all safe and healthy out there and, um, not too hot. Just can breathe. Love you. Bye. Sarah. Yeah. There's Alyssa Turney is like a famous, you know, missing murdered case and her sister, which I'm like currently listening to her sister has a podcast out where like, cause her dad recorded everything everything oh shit really he was like obsessive recorder and so she's like playing all these tapes from like their childhood it's wild oh shit so yeah we should probably do like a little episode on that but it is it's crazy here's another voicemail hi this message is for the web callers okay girls so my friend anna she we both live in jackson mississippi and little neighborhood called Bellhaven and most of the houses are like from the 1930s and 40s and so she was having coffee in her back porch like three weeks ago Uh and she looked up and there's like this like 50 year old woman in like a long white gown with like dark brown hair just like walking around her courtyard and Anna was like oh my god there's someone in my yard and like blinked and she was gone so fast forward to like last week Anna has this like um, guest house Airbnb and she had these two ladies coming to stay and like with COVID and everything, like she's like going above and beyond to make sure everything's like clean and sanitized. And so the bottom, there's like a queen bed and there's a loft. And so she like made the beds and everything like super nice. It was great. So the people like came and went and left a review and they're like, everything was fine, blah, blah. And then that girl emailed Anna and she was like, Hey, I didn't want to like, like publicly say this, but like, the loft had, like, clearly been slept in, and, like, the <gasps> fan was on the ground. Like, there was books everywhere, what? and, like, I just wanted you to be aware, like, this would happen again. And Anna went up there, and, like, the bed was, like, completely destroyed. Like, Ooh. someone had clearly been, like, going to town in there, like, just completely wrecked. Like, 
the fan that she has propped up was just on the ground. Like, it was just completely wrecked. And Anna was like, literally no one has been in there. And then they, like, checked all their security cameras. <gasps> Nothing. Like, what? have no idea. Unless it was a good that ghost lady. Which I think is just, like, so crazy. Anyways, love y'all. Bye. Oh, holy it shit. It sounds like it wasn't a ghost lady. It sounds like it was just a lady. A crazy lady <laughs> went in and broke it. That's crazy. <laughs> Which is scary. I think so. I think a real Ugh. person broke into your <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. One of the funniest, Ugh. maybe the only funny episode of the Mindy Project is when she she forgets how messy she left her apartment and she comes home one day and she's like who robbed me? <laughs> and it's just she left her apartment super messy. That's that's relatable. Okay, here's another voicemail. This message is for the web crawlers. I have a reply to the P is stored in the balls. I just fantastic. Have to say, sharks are smooth. Bye. Sharks are smooth. This is like a riddle. Allie, what does it mean? Um, well, I could tell you, but I don't know if you're ready for it yet. Ugh. Yeah, tell me. I actually don't know what that means. Let's look. <laughs> sharks? Okay. Sharks are smooth as hell. They are. The person who discovered sharks. Okay. Hmm, no. The person who discovered sharks. Artist refuses to admit his mistake in a comic about sharks hilariously trolls everyone who tries to prove him wrong. Huh? Well, I think we leave this up to the listeners to figure out what this call meant. There's a lot of articles on it. So something, uh, artist did uh, some sort of cartoon and made a typo in the cartoon, and now everyone on the internet's making fun of him. <laughs> okay. Aww. And does it have to do with pee getting stored in the balls? No. All right. Well, if anyone can get to the bottom of this, let us know. Okay. Interesting. Well, next voicemail. Hello. This here message is for the web crawlers. Hi, Jeb. Web. Jeb. Um, I just finished listening to your episode there about them there. People chipping themselves just opened up the door. What? What? I mean, why are you chipping yourself just getting... Oh, it doesn't make sense to oh, me. Oh, chipping yourself. And... Oh, chips, yeah. I have a question. How, how come our president is worried about all these teenagers doing dances on the TikToks, but he ain't worried about... The Swedes chipping themselves. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I mean, I never thought I'd say this here, Uh-oh. though. Oh, no. I agree with Maria that Uh-oh. the only way that they should be chipped is if it can help them medically. Mm. Thank you, Jeb. All right, then. All right. I love your show. All right, Jeb. <laughs> Hi, Allie. Hi. <laughs> oh my Aww, God! That's nice. Wait, he said hi to me he right after hi, I said hi to him. <gasps> oh my God, you're right. I didn't even notice I, that. I, I just, I have chills. I said, I said, all right, Jeb, and then he said, hi, Allie. Wow. wow. I. That's like interdimensional stuff. You like went <laughs> to the past, and like you knew he was about to talk to you. I, 
have chills right now. That was like, whoa. I've never heard Jeb so upset. I have. He doesn't like chipping. People who are (laughs) chipping themselves. He doesn't like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here's a voicemail. For the web crawlers, Um, this is Savannah from St. Petersburg, Florida. I was just calling. I have like a bunch of like haunting-ish kind of stories from my childhood home that um, I've never really talked about, but we just sold the house, so I thought it was kind of fitting. Yeah. Um, Basically, just a bunch of stuff has happened. Small things like one time my mom had like a full glass of water and it just shattered into a million pieces, like didn't fall off of anything, just shattered. And we're like, okay, like that could be some like weird, like atmospheric pressure thing. Who knows? No, <laughs> no, girl. And then You're not in space. Like, what? Whole, like shelf in our refrigerator fell and everything that was glass, like on the shelf broke, mm-hmm. which sounds like not that bad, but the <laughs> shelf is like really hard to take off. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but. Whatever, my mom spent like oh a whole night God. cleaning up all this mess from all the stuff that fell. So tired, finally goes to sleep. As soon as she like lays down, she hears another like giant crash. And she's like, what the hell? Gets up, goes to, tries to go to the kitchen and just sees that the entire like living room fan has crashed on the ground and yeah. shattered like minutes later after she's done cleaning this up. And the whole light fixture is just shattered. So I guess it's like a glass thing now that I'm thinking about it. Jesus. Um, and then one time there was a book sitting on like my flat counter, like in the kitchen, in the middle of the counter, not on the edge, not even near the edge. It's a hardcover book. Can't be like, you know, pushed by air, air conditioner or something. And it just slides off like this flat surface across the counter onto the ground. Well, my cousin is like sitting at the counter and she's so freaked out. And thinks that, like, she's the only one that just saw that and that no one's going to believe her. But then, like, her fiancé was right behind her walking towards her and was just, like, stopped in his tracks, so freaked out. And I've kind of been, like, super closed off to this kind of stuff. So nothing ever really happened to me except literally the last weekend that we had the house. I was helping my mom move and, like, staying there some nights. And then one night after we're, like unpacking I go to sleep I'm woken up at two in the morning by like crying and I wake up and I'm like oh my god my mom is like crying she's sentimental about the house or something like so annoyed I'm like hopefully she stops being a really good daughter and I doesn't stop doesn't stop I'm like fine I like get up and like all of a sudden I like walk to my mom's room and her door's open and as soon as I like hit the door frame, I'm just hit in the face with like the smell of shit. Just like poop. Like just so strongly. I'm like Oh, is there a part two? I hope there's not a part two. <laughs> no, there is. There's a part two about number two. Sorry. This is Savannah from St. Petersburg. I think I got cut off. I was talking too much last time, so I'm gonna shorten down the stories. I just smell, like, it just, like, hits me in the face, this overwhelming smell of shit, like, poop. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, like, my dog probably, like, pooped in the house, I'm, like, looking for it, looking for it, half asleep. I don't see anything, the smell's gone, I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, Mom, Mom, and she's, like, not answering. And then she's a really light sleeper, too, so I was like, what the heck? I walk in the room, and I look at her, and she's just dead asleep, like, not crying, whatever. 
Then I go back, try to go back to sleep, and I'm, like, thinking about it, and I'm, like, putting the pieces together, and I'm, like, um, okay, that's kind of weird, that's kind of weird, can't go to sleep, and then I wake up in the morning, I'm, like, that was so dumb, like, I can't believe I was afraid of that, and go to my mom about it, and she just, like, looks horrified, and I'm, like, what, and she's, like, I was not crying, like, at all last night, like, I was, I slept through the whole night, and I was, like, oh, okay, cool, so good thing that I'm never setting foot back in this house ever again. Anyways, love the Seriously. show. Love to share. Thanks. Bye. So where did Yikes. where did the poop come from? That was just that was just something she wanted to include. <laughs> well, it's ghost smells. There can be ghost. Smells. Well, let's we got some. Do we have any? Yes, uh, we e- have emails. Emails. We have emails. Let me get those emails up. Let's go. This is from Haley. Subject line is "It's Brittany, bitch." Sick. Just kidding. It's Haley again. <laughs> Haley that lives what in- is not Brittany no it's Haley again bitch uh, Haley that lives in her great grandfather's house and drives tractors remember Haley so I had to email back after listening to you read my email on the last pod thank you by the way you guys are honestly the coolest and I somehow now feel like we're friends even though we've never met your comments on my story definitely got me thinking I felt blessed that you guys called me a medium. If I actually knew how I could control it, that would be awesome. And I may Mm. need to learn how. But it got me thinking about the ones who've passed on that I see a ton in my dreams in my life. I realize that so far I've only ever seen my family. I'm in my late 20s, so fortunately I haven't lost many friends and people who aren't family to the other side except one. And now that I've started to think about it, it truly bothers me that I've never been able to see him or communicate with him. He was my ex-boyfriend. We dated for a year, and we were friends for several years. We split when I moved, but we remained close. Two years ago, he committed suicide. I always knew he he had depression, but I wasn't aware of how much he was drinking, attempting to cope. His family called me when they found out, and it completely broke me. I didn't go to his funeral. Since I sent my first email, I've been trying to call him to my dreams to try to talk to him. I'm not sure if he's mad at me or why I can't find him. I don't think it's a suicide or some sort of purgatory as I can communicate with my uncle who also committed suicide. It's weird and has been driving me crazy since I last emailed you guys. I was originally going to leave a voicemail. I've got too much anxiety for that bullshit. Anyhow, love you ladies. Keep up with the great work. Honk, honk, Haley. Okay, interesting. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. 
Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, here's an interesting one, and Melissa, maybe you'd be better at playing it on your phone, but I'll read the content of the email. The subject is the Osbournes want to believe in puckwudgies. Great. Hey, I was watching the Osbournes want to believe on the travel channel, which first and foremost, I did not even know was a show. So now (laughs) I feel like we have to cover that for Patreon. Like, is that going to be the new thing I start watching and covering? And they started talking about puckwudgies. Apparently, it's Jack's favorite magical creature. Really? Yeah. She said she recorded us a, a segment. Um, and she included it in the email. P.S. You guys might need to co- cover the hollow earth theory. I already know Melissa is not going to want to do that. She she only she only just got you want me to flatter. lose my shit again. <laughs> yeah, she's still she's still has to go to the psychiatric hospital every day. Um, can you play this movie yes. or the soundbite? I don't know how long it is. Oh, it's really quiet. So it's just Jack talking to his parents about puck wedgies. I wonder if, remember how Daniel was talking about during the live show that his his grandma had like that <gasps> little creature. With the <gasps> That's what someone everything? in the YouTube chat said, puck wedgies. Okay, yeah, I think that could definitely be a puck wedgie. Yeah, like a little Oh my pipe. God, 100%. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, because aren't they like nice to like lure people into them? Yeah. If it was like, I'm just a cute puck, would you smoke in a pipe? Come hang out with me. Oh, my yeah. God. I think that's something to look into for sure. Uh-huh. Puckwudgies in an Annabelle doll. Breastfeeding in a web crawl. Doing the web crawl. It's an excerpt from Allie Time in case anyone hasn't heard Allie's rap song. Wow, a lot of people purchasing on the on the shop. A lot of people are buying the Bigfoot sweatshirt and the Bigfoot um, hat. Those are like the two top Wow! Wow! Designed by designed by yours truly. Yeah, that's great. You should do one where it's like a, a big Bigfoot romance novel, kind of like we're like erotica grabbing a woman. Yeah, um, like in a sexual mm-hmm. way, and it can. And say, then it says hashtag Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, a lot of people have bought your scared silly mug. Well, there you go. Well, I think that that's maybe the first sign that this is something I should go forward with. <laughs> yeah. That I should start my school for wayward teens for no other reason than for the gift shop. Oh, here's an interesting one. Skinwalker Ranch. This is from Steven. I started listening to your old podcast again and looking at and I, he looked at the owner of Skinwalker Ranch uh, via Admantium Holdings. And it was revealed in March this year to be Brandon Fugel, who is one of the most prominent businessmen and real estate developers in the Intermountain West. Oh. I don't think we've covered that. Yeah, because we didn't know who the owner was when we did our episode like a year ago. You know, I actually don't know. He might have just purchased it so that he could make this TV documentary, the Skinwalker Ranch TV show. Oh. I don't think that he's been the mysterious person oh, right, who has from, been owning it for ages. Well, this is from January 2020. Brendan Fugel bought the infamous Utah ranch from aerospace billionaire Robert Bigelow in 2016. So he bought it in 2020 or 2016? 2016, but this article, these articles are from 2020, so maybe it's a new... 
Because I don't think that name came up when we did when we were looking. No, it for- didn't. Well, he said it was just released. That it was the, oh, just the, released, yeah. the secret LLC before, and now oh, they've just released okay. the name. So weird. Okay, we'll look more into that and see what's up there. From what I know, people in the um, occult community really hate the Skinwalker Ranch TV show documentary show. Oh, really? Yeah, they say it's just like a lot of like fake cattle mutilation um, and like animal cruelty. So here's an email from Amelia. It's called Mold. This is what the we were. Oh talking my god! About yeah, this is what we were talking about in the last episode. Let's read it. Um, hey, gla- hey, gals, bloody love you. Was listening to Allie's dad explaining that mold was good for you and totally agreed. Got it. But I'm literally such a hypochondriac and always remind my boyfriend when he brings up mold that it killed Brittany Murphy and her husband. It's such a weird story, but could be interesting to deep dive into. Love you all, Millie. Yeah, because it was black mold, right? That like, well, they died from like respiratory illnesses, like with her and her boyfriend, like within couple months of each other i believe but people thought it was suspicious circumstances right yeah it's most likely mold but i think there's like kind of some questions the actress's sudden passing at the age of 32 left many puzzled and her husband died in the exact same way five months later did he continue living in the house after she died Oh, good question. Not sure. Well, no. I, okay, I don't see anything about mold here. Updated coroner's report was released citing anemia and prescription dug- drugs played a role in her death. That ultimately was caused by community-acquired pneumonia. Huh. On The Hollywood Reporter, says shocking new Brittany Murphy claim says toxic mold may have killed Star. I say it's a mini episode. You okay, guys. yeah. So let's not let's not keep going into it because we gotta we gotta save this juicy stuff for a mini episode. Um, oh, this, so this email from Sydney, uh, I was a young earth creationist and have some thoughts after listening to the flat earthers episode. Um, hi ladies. Thanks so much for being wonderful, hilarious people who get me through a hellish commute every day and double thanks to listening to my story about the TikTok or the Tiki man last week. Y'all are great. I was listening to the flat earthers episode and wanted to write you a little something because I used to be a young earth creationist. Starting when I was 13, the youth group at my church focused on young earth creationism. We met every Sunday evening to talk apologetics and discuss how science proved a 6,000-year-old earth and other nonsense that I still know but don't consider to be factual truth any longer. Years of indoctrination, though, can make it difficult to believe what's real again. Sure. Uh, During the Young Earthers episode, you mentioned that young earthers don't believe in dinosaurs, that they say the bones are fake, this is true of some sects of young earth creationists, but not of the belief I belong to. We adamantly set out to prove the existence of dinosaurs using biblical truth. There's a ministry, Answers in Genesis, run by this guy Ken Ham, and he is big on the existence of dinosaurs within a literal biblical context. Anyway, the arguments often boil down to inaccurate carbon dating and other things. For myself, this was a huge part of my life. Beyond my church, I studied and read to the point of writing a paper in high school about why schools should have taught both creationism and evolution or neither. Oy vey. I was a fundamentalist Christian until I was about 19. At that point, I left the church for a myriad of reasons, including getting an education, coming out, etc. Being a young earth creationist has been a huge part of my life and definitely has caused some religious trauma and overall scientific confusion. In the collection of creative nonfiction essays I submitted for my master's thesis, I included an essay about the time I visited the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky. 
I'm currently working on finding publication outlets for that essay and the other essays in the collection because I think there must be more people like me out there or just people who need to know how incredibly damaging this ideology is. I found it paramount that I don't let others fall into what I wrap myself in during some of the most formative years of my life. I could say much more, but we'll leave it at that. If you're ever interested in pursuing the topic further, I'd love to talk to you more about my experience and some of the beliefs I used to hold. Unfortunately, I can still spout off random knowledge from that time in my life. My best friend thinks it was a cult. Thanks for all the joy and laughter you bring into my life. Cheers, Sydney. Wow, a former young earth creationist. I also think it was a cult. Creepy crawlers, dude. Crazy. Creepy crawlers. Do you remember those? Oh my God. Yes. They were the edible ones. Too. Yeah. It was like the original gummy worm. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so fun. Let me see. Hold on. We should get some creepy crawlers. Wow. Vintage 1992 creepy crawlers workshop. Wow. $69.99, baby. Nice. On eBay. Oh my God. This one's $150. What? This this one's how fun wow wow that we should do ads for those web crawlers presents creepy crawlers are they still a thing yeah i don't know man wait howstuffworks.com 10 classic toys that could kill you (laughs) oh my god it could kill you tell us more creepy crawlers tell us more it's an electric powered mold that heats to 300 degrees fahrenheit the idea was to let kids mold their own spiders and bugs, all while breathing potentially toxic and deadly fumes. It's <laughs> <laughs> an important part of development. Yeah, it's like you're just melting plastic and like... Just yeah, everything. that's not good. That is not good. The more we think about it, not good. Anyways, um, should that be it for today? Sure. Yeah. You know what they say, you always want to leave them wanting more. Yeah. My, Always. my question is, uh, do you guys have a favorite toy from the 90s, like Creepy Crawlers? I'm thinking right now, like, there was that thing. It was like, was it Light Bright, where you put the lights oh. in the, you put, there's a thing, there's the little pieces, and then you put it yeah, in the thing, the and then you can make different light art or something. Yeah, That was fun. Did you guys have a Nickelodeon flash screen? No. no what what's is that? that? It was this screen that you'd put up in your closet. Like you'd go into a dark room and it was a screen and it gave you this little like flash bulb. And basically you'd like put your hands in a weird thing and you'd flash it. And then um, it would here. I'll show it to you. It was so like it would create the image from a shadow on it. Yeah. Your oh. shadow like stays oh, in that- place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whoa. That's no, cool. I did not have that, but that's so cool. And then you could draw on it. Do you see how you can draw on it with like a oh, flashlight? Holy shit. That's cool. I do. I I had hours wow. of fun. I do not even remember this. How old are you, Maria? I'm 21. <laughs> yeah, so this was before my time. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of um, this, which is... Me either. I didn't heard of it either. Yeah. I didn't heard of it either. I didn't heard of this. Um... I never heard of it. What was your favorite toy, uh, Melissa? Well, I 
I always wanted a dog when I was a kid, but my parents never got me a dog, but they got me this like wah, wah. This, this <laughs> poodle that like it, you press a button and it would like bark and move its head. You mean like the mall dogs where it was do like yeah. flip? Oh, that's kind of sad. This is sad now. <laughs> so sad. Did you treat it like a real dog? Yes. Did you feed it? I also loved. Oh my God. Trolls. Little trolls with the I hair. I love trolls. I would like. Trolls I, I love cool. their trolls and I would like had the little jewels on their tummy. They did. I love. I liked the jewels. <laughs> I wonder how much a troll doll is. How much they run for these days. Well, you loved Trolls World Tour. Yeah, no, that was a satanic messaging system, <laughs> subliminal messaging system. Okay, shopping trolls, normal size troll. Ew, there's a Donald Trump troll doll. No. Troll doll. That's disgusting. So troll dolls are already expensive. They're just normal, what you would imagine, troll price, troll, <laughs> troll pricing prices. Is. Yeah, standard. There's been no <laughs> troll. troll there's no troll inflation. So if you want a troll doll, it's affordable. Um. Okay. Well, tell us your favorite toys, and we will just acknowledge you for that. Um. <laughs> I am. I am Alice Spook. Spectacular. See. Oh, I have a good one for you, Allie. What is it? Allie Seagulp. <laughs> Seagulp. No, no, That's- no. Seagul. Yeah, Seagul. Yeah, Seagul. Seagul. Allie Seagul. Allie Okay, now who's everyone else? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Yeah. Oh, like a snake. Yes. Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm producer Maria Blasucci. That's scary wow. enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. No, nothing else said. Okay, bye, guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, 
Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.